Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And today, well, I guess we're revisiting a subject we discussed almost a year ago, but we're getting specific this time for our anthology. We're talking about Aliens. One of my favorite movies ever. Definitely. Um, Definitely my favorite of the Alien franchise, which I'm pretty sure we discussed last time. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm a huge fan of the comics too, from Dark Horse, the books. I mean, it, it's it's really, I think honestly that launched it, the Alien franchise, Aliens, plural, launched it into a different hemisphere, like a, a totally different stratosphere, stratosphere. where um, it really blew up, but. We're talking about the director's version cut. versus the director's cut. Yep. Now, in, in our research for this, I I discovered I've never seen the director's cut. And yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah. Well, the DVD I have, I think, may have been I bought pre-director's cut release. I'm not 100 percent sure. Really? Yeah. Because I, I, I have, did buy I a have box two versions set. of it. I bought yeah. a box set that had all four movies in it, but I think it may have been early 2000s. I don't know if that would have been... Was it a black box with the silver alien on it? No. I have that one. No, I don't I have that. I have the DVD version of this, and I also have the Blu-ray version of this um, mm. that has both. So that's kind of curious. Yeah. I, like, I honestly... Um, I, I didn't see it in theaters because what was that, 86? I was so. not... I was not existing at that point. I was existing. I was uh, 15. Uh, but I did not see it was an R- it R-rated movie. Young Todd uh, wouldn't have been allowed to see an R-rated no, movie. No, you're, you're quite correct. I don't think I saw my first R-rated movie till I was 18. I mean, other than those that I snuck. Right. You know, right, in the right. early versions of like HBO and everything. Parents are gone. R-rated movie. Yeah. It was like, wow, I'm watching an R-rated movie now. It's like nothing well, it's, for kids. Well, it's like, you know, we had direct TV. My parents had a code, but I knew the code. So if no one was up, there was an R-rated movie on. Boom. There was a code? Really? They yeah, had there was in? like an adult um, child. See, there, there was no such yeah, thing. Yeah, that didn't exist. In my day. That was it was just, just as long as they were If you got caught, around. you got beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but this is Aliens, director's cut. Um, but... Uh, I, I think you should start with this because you said you've never seen the director's cut. Right. Um, honestly, I, I was Aside surprised. Aside from what you've read and everything well, Yeah, else. well, I was surprised to even hear there was a director's cut just because the movie's, like, so perfect. It really was. I mean, um, this is one of those few examples where the sequel... Out, really outdoes the right, original. Right, it yeah. totally overshadowed the original. Well, and which is which is rare in movies. And like typically. What, another thing that's rare about this movie, I was I was researching is that this this movie didn't get any test screening at all. Like they wrapped up production on it the week it was to release in theaters, so it didn't get any pre screenings or test screenings. Mm-hmm. Like there were no <clears throat> reshoots or anything. The movie was done, and that was it. And, and you know what? That's kind of indicative of, of James Cameron because he's such a perfectionist. Well, yeah. But it actually does show. You know, yeah. A, a, a mild segue where um, a lot of the actors who've worked with James Cameron says he's an absolute tyrant, but um, the proof is in the pudding. 
I mean, yeah. from Aliens, Terminator 2, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, the, the list goes on. Titanic, Titanic, Avatar. Right. Avatar, which was flawless. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, it, it speaks to his character, it speaks to his perfectionism, um, where he was literally going right at it right up until the end. Well, that's a James Cameron is a is one of those directors that I don't think he ever questions his vision. Like he never second guesses himself. He see he has a vision, he executes it, and he drives perfection. Mm-hmm. So that's a, again, I was super surprised that there was a director's cut. Well, actually, I don't even know if this was technically a director's cut. It may have just been an extended cut. Because honestly, like we we were researching the differences, and I was reading about them, and it didn't seem like all that much was added. It maybe just uh, just a little bit of backstory on how the Xenomorphs were able to take over the colony, and yeah. and like it made like Newt, it gave her more backstory as well. It gave her more backstory. Um, she just wasn't a two-dimensional character. Right, she was um, just like some survivor damsel. And it was kind of interesting. You know, one of these days we're going to have to like record our research and everything else and our back and forth before we actually kind of commit to what we're doing. Because well, you want a family-friendly show, we can't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we usually yell and curse at each other um, is what... Uh, Derek's uh, referring uh, to, yeah. But um, in all honesty, I, you know, I wasn't even aware. Like it, it kind of like shocked me that Derek didn't even has never seen the director's cut because I think for the last twenty years that's all I watch, and the director's cut doesn't necessarily change the movie like we've talked about in previous um, yeah. episodes. It really just it, expands upon say it, the overall story. It's maybe it, it added a little bit of extra depth, but not not much. Like, I don't actually feel like I'm missing anything by not seeing the director's cut of this movie. No, I kind of want to see, like, the, the, the theatrical version now. Um, because it, it really does... This... This movie really just uh, goes more into the backstory of not just Newt, but also Ripley um, and her background with finding out about her daughter and all that kind of stuff. Wait, that wasn't in the original. Her daughter. It was, but they didn't. I they didn't. Ex- I think they gave extra um, information uh, in the was, director's cut. She was uh, in stasis for fifty-seven years. Mm-hmm. Her daughter died at 66. She left her when she was 10. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the math. I'm just not doing it. Well, she said, I'll be back for your 11th birthday. And she came back when her daughter was dead for two years and would have been 68. So, yeah. I mean, that's 57, 58 years. They also talk about, in the director's version, um, the background of the actual colony. Yeah. Um, they go into that more. Well, like, Newt, um, they were, like, a junker colony, right? Or at least Newt... No, Newt's family were junkers. They weren't junkers. What they what they basically were doing was they were terraforming the planet. Ah. Um, and those huge... Where the aliens actually... And, and I'm assuming everyone's seen this, whether it's the director's version 
or the theatrical version, but where the aliens were basically had their hive. Spoiler the, alert. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically um, the atmosphere converters. Yeah, okay. Converting it to an oxygen-based atmosphere. Okay. Um, and then there were what what Newt's family was, they were kind of like prospectors. <laughs> and you from... Say, you say prospector, I picture the guy from Toy Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> the pickaxe and the cowboy hat. Well, in a sense, they actually were, but they were um, they were frontiers uh, persons. Yeah. And what actually got them in trouble... And I don't know if this was in the theatrical version or not. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. But you know what I'm talking about, where uh, yeah, they get the face they, hugger? They found the alien ship. Right. They go inside it, and her father gets a face hugger on, her, on it. Right. So yeah. that wasn't actually in there. That was not... Like, nothing to do with the colony was in the theatrical release. And I think, um, as we're going through this, I think that was actually actually integral to the story because where else are these aliens coming from I you know even though there's 16 extra minutes um, and that 16 extra minutes really it's basically just the backstory stuff backstory stuff but you can't really basically say oh this is aliens and they're on this planet how did all these aliens come to be at least that little section of the story basically shows, well, this is where the aliens now, came from. The thing I was reading is that it's the same planet that Ripley was on in the first movie. No, it is. It is, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the first movie... So it's the uh, same they, ship, It's they go in the same ship, they find the same cavern with a well, ton of the eggs same, in it. Well, it's the same alien ship. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ripley's ship that blew no, up. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I meant on the planet, that alien ship that they go into, that the guy gets face-huggered in. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same room from the first movie with right. all the eggs in it, and that's how it started. Because basically, what um, when they were originally calling in, Newt's family wanted to basically stake their claim on the ship. Yeah, that's and why they I was calling them said, junkers. Huh? That's why I was calling them junkers because they were staking a claim on like a junk spaceship. Right. Um, I understand that. Um. But that's basically where the whole story originated from. And that makes sense. So then they call in help from the colony. They come and then they all get face-hugged for all intents and purposes Mm -hmm. after the original alien was... Well, is that what happened or did they evacuate the guy and the queen burst forth from his chest and started a colony that way? See, they never really go into that. I automatically assumed they were looking... Um, they went out to investigate. To, that, like, that's my assumption. It could be completely wrong, and you could be completely right. But they didn't actually go into that. Because to me, I mean, the family had a vehicle, right? So they would just load the, the dad back on the vehicle and drive him back to the colony. Right. And then maybe the alien bursts forth from the chest and just hides, grows, no, I mean, some eggs. No, that totally makes sense that it might be a queen. Yeah. <clears throat> and that... That's an that's another added layer there is if the queen of that colony hatched from Newt's father's chest. You know what I mean? It, considering she's the only survivor of the colony. Yeah, you mean the queen? The queen, yeah. Right, when she goes up to the ship. Yeah. When they're going to nuke the site from orbit. 
Well, no, well, I was saying, it's just, it's, I guess it's more ironic that the queen would have burst from Newt's father's chest and Newt is the only survivor of the colony. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but she survived basically because she was too small for the aliens to get to. Well, yeah, because she could hide in the ventilation chest. Right. And which apparently they talk about that in the extension because of her mom yelling at her. How many times have I told you not to play in the ventilation shafts? Right, and that's exactly what saved her life up to that point. That's called irony. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so, basically, the and this is more one of the subtle differences um, in our anthology where, as I was saying before, doesn't really change the story so much. No. It just fleshes it out a little bit more. All right, I'll give you that one. Um, what did you think... Well, you've never actually seen a director's cut. No. But what do you think of that just from a story point? Was it necessary? Was it not necessary? I wouldn't say it's necessary. I will say I appreciate as much detail as I can get. But that's just me personally. See, I, I, I kind of disagree because I think you really needed to find where, uh, where you needed to see where there were no aliens running around to it being completely overrun, and I think you really needed to see where uh, that just, all started from. Just that visual, right? What, with the face hugger on Newt's father and everything like that. Yeah. I, like, I, I I, don't think I would have liked it if, um, and again, this is probably what the theatrical was, where she goes to the planet and everyone's, you know. That is exactly what it was. Right. But you don't see the progression of you have a bunch of these colonists. Right. Going to then go into the colony and well, all the colonists are gone. I will say I, that I like the that I like kind the, of um, the, plays up the danger of just what one xenomorph can do. Mm-hmm. So you know, one face hugger infected one person, and all of a sudden, then you, you're, the whole colony's gone. It's right. overrun, and they should have just nuked it straight up. Right. Well, they would have killed Newt, but one. I, I mean, that she was the only one left. Yeah. And then, like, how many people were on uh, Ripley's team that went down? There was, like, eight to ten of them. Oh, the Marines? Yeah, and then only two of them survived as well. Yeah, well, I think it was just her. Her. Uh, um, what's his face? The android and no, he uh, died. Hicks. The android Not died. Hicks. Was it Hicks? Bishop died. Yeah. No, he died, though. On the ship. Okay. Remember, he was like torn in half. Yes, by the, the queen. queen. By the queen. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, was it the the guy from Terminator? Survives. Kyle, the guy that plays Kyle Reese. Oh God, I can't think of his name. Yeah, I can't think of his name either. But he he survives and goes into a stasis pod. Ripley and Newt. Right. Um. So I mean, so that you know, of all the big group that went down to the planet, only two of them survived. So you traded eight lives to save a little girl's life. Mm-hmm. Nuke the cybermorphin. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't work too well. But that was a company thing. You got to save all that money. No, no, true. Um, they probably just didn't realize the uh, the how severe the infestation was either. 
underestimated it completely. I, well, they didn't really even understand what was going on. Right. Until they got there. Uh, just because of the distance and everything else. Um, but overall, I like this director's cut simply because it does flesh out the story more. Mm. Uh, versus, you know, leaving things up to the imagination. Well, I mean, having not seen it, I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I love the theatrical version of Aliens. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's by far the best Alien movie. All right. Any uh, final thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, I, I'll probably check out the director's cut. Right. Just to, just to do it. But I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Yeah. All right. Well, this is one of our shorter episodes. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, we already did a full-blown Aliens episode before. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's no point in rehashing, but it does uh, need to be talked about, the director's cut yeah. uh, versus the theatrical in this situation. Of... I, I'd be kind of surprised to find that James Cameron had any more director's cuts, though. Yeah, he is kind of a perfectionist from that standpoint. Yeah, so I'd be surprised, but I did hear... Al- didn't you say Alien 3 has a director's cut? Alien 3 does have a director's cut. So um, I've maybe watched look it like for that once. coming up sometime. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, this has been Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. Normal's new boring. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Old, Nerd, Old Young Nerd, Nerd, Young Nerd. Thank you.